everyone. You're listening to the NPL Rocking Radio Station. The UK's top radio station for kids, families and parents. And for the next hour, this, this is, is the a nature-friendly school takeover. Woo! I am Freya. And I'm Lorna. And, and we're, we're part, part of, of the NPL Rocking Radio Station. station. Which broadcasts at every school day from the music room at New Lane School in Bridlington. The reason why we're here is that over the past two years, we've been working alongside another primary school in Bridlington as part of the Department for Education's National Nature Friendly Schools Projects, which focuses on outdoor learning for all school children. We've, we've both, both had so, so much fun with our outdoor learning, learning that we've decided to share our experience about this scheme nationally. How amazing, amazing is that? that? So then on today's programme, we'll be introducing some mind-blowing music, talking about how incredible both NPL School and Bellington Juniors are, and providing you with some nature-friendly school top tips. And over the next hour, there's something for everything from bee highways to composting. We really like, like our, our new composting, composting area created by Andrea Steele from the Yorkshire Wildlife Trust, which uses both green waste and things like fruit, veg, and cuttings, and brown waste, things like cardboard, paper, and wood. To make everything work, we have to regularly turn everything. It's just a little mix.
And for the next hour, we've decided to befriend you. Get it? Do you know what? I really like Little Mix. I was lucky enough to see them when they came to Brittlington last year. That was my favourite part. I'm so jealous. For our first amazing feature, we've decided to pass on some of our trade top secrets and give anybody new guys you know, some great ideas. Whatever you do, you've, you've got, got to enjoy it. And make it interesting. Even fun to work on. Coming up now in the next section is a feature all about meadows and how they work and why they're so important to us and nature. It all started last year at school when we began our nature-friendly schools journey. This clip talks about our new pasture learn school meadow and, and how we made it. A meadow is an area of flowers, grass and wonderful wildlife. There are many types of meadows and plants that thrive inside them in the UK. Lowland meadows are those that lie near rivers and are seasonally flooded. You can find flowers such as lady smock, common spotted orchard, yellow rattle, field scabus, and also a poisonous flower called common bird's foot trefoil. Many, many insects and creatures live there, pollinating the flowers as they busily collect their nectar and pollen. These flowers feed living things and they help us breathe by giving out oxygen. The grassy and flowery areas are being damaged over time by careless humans who have built on them. They also pollute them by using too much pesticide and more recently through global warming. On Monday 11 October 2021, New Pasture Lane Primary School began its Nature Friendly Schools programme, a journey which allowed each class to take care of an area around the school grounds, each one linked to an outdoor learning topic. These included a wild meadow area, a fairy garden, two books hotels, a wormery and a number of raised beds. So here's how we did it. Before we began, we had to find out which of the two groups is going out first. First, when we got outside, we put on our gloves and boots for protection. Then we picked up our ricks and ricks were cut up the dead grass to allow the plants to go through easily without getting strangled. Next we scarified scraping the soil to allow plants to break through. Next we made a path of bamboo cane so that we can safely walk through and not kill or trample on the plants. Then we used a shovel to dig get out a square, flip it over back into the soil. After this, we used a dibber to make a deep hole in each square to put the flowers in. Finally, we planted the flowers and seeds to grow and make the area prettier and more natural. How brilliant was that? I really know much more about meadows. Seriously? So let's have a listen to our next song, a lullaby, Deep in the Meadows by Sting.
Buzz, what a lovely day for serving the Bee Highway for pollen. Grinley happened to mention before we set off this morning that there was a new wildlife meadow being created by New Pasture Lane Primary School that she's heard about during one of her regular Zoom calls with the other Queen Bees this week. So, I'm using my amazing bee GPS to locate it. Not bad for someone with a brain the size of a pit head, eh? As a super pollinator, my job is to locate plants and flowers that produce pollen and return it back to our hive to be turned into honey. Oh, there it is, on top of that hill. Whoa, it's amazing, full of meadow sweet. I'll certainly be wagging the location when I get back. Hi, I'm Macy and this is NPL's Rocking Radio Nature Takeover special programme. I'm here with Lexi. Lexi, do you remember back in March of this year when we were invited to Burlington Junior School to join in their celebration of trees? Yes, it was great fun and loads of people were there, including the guys and even the maid with his official big hat and red cloak. He was really friendly though. Yes, I'm so proud of the work that Burlington School have done in planting trees and raising the awareness of how important they are to the whole world. He was dead chuffed to have been invited too. Do you know that they are now officially a national beacon school for young tree champions? Wow, that's amazing. I love that we planted a tree together to help start their orchard. It was a great afternoon, and here to tell us more about that afternoon and all about trees and why they are so important are Millie and Jude from Burlington Junior School. Hello, our names are Jude and Millie, and we're going to talk about trees. At Burlington Juniors, we have a lovely orchard. Just recently, we were given some beautiful fruit trees by the Tree Council. To celebrate the afternoon when we planted them, we invited the Mayor, Burlington Infants and Preschool, New Pasture Learn School and the guides. We really enjoyed the afternoon, it was really fun. Andy from the Wildlife Trust also gave us some trees to plant out too. Trees also provide homes known as natural habitats. Many animals use trees for food and shelter, resting, nesting and for places from which to hunt or capture prey. Trees are vital to us because they provide oxygen for us to breathe. During the process of photosynthesis, trees take carbon from the air, use it to produce energy and release oxygen while storing some of it in their tissues. The absence of these trees would increase the amount of carbon in the atmosphere and lower the amount of oxygen. So, deforestation alters the oxygen cycle. Let us tell you a bit about deforestation. Deforestation is an is the act of removing an area of trees. Do you ever wonder how deforestation affects us in our everyday lives? Well, here's your answer. Deforestation is having a devastating effect on millions of lives. Farming, grazing of livestock, mining and drilling account for more than half of all deforestation. Forestry practices, wildlife fires and, in small part, urbanisation account for the rest. So, our nature-friendly top tip is plant trees save lives. Wow, very important information. That makes you think. Thank you, Jude and Millie. And it's very true. Planting trees does save lives. Lives of living things, including our planet, planet Earth. Next up, a song about being eco-friendly, covered by Tristan and myself, that we hope you will like. And then a classic from Louis Satmo Armstrong, one of the most influential jazz singers ever. Enjoy. We need to stop the pollution in the sea and sky. We need to stop wasting food. We need to stop using pesticides. We need we need to save energy. We need to use less fossil fuel. To save the environment.
see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright, blessed day, the dark, sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow. So pretty in the sky, or also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, "How do you do?" They're really saying, "I love you." I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. Much more than I ever knew, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful. With you, we hope you are enjoying our program so far and picking up some great top tips for being nature friendly. It's, It's so, so much fun and just so easy. We hope we're inspiring you to just give it a go. Our next special report is from Annie and Riley, Bellington Juniors, who are going to tell us all about their school gardens and their amazing gardening club. At Burlington Juniors, we have a lovely garden area where many budding gardeners uh, visit during the week. Our garden is flourishing with an abundance of different fruits, vegetables, and flowers. For example, peas, beans, lettuces, radishes, carrots, potatoes, raspberries, and strawberries. There have been many discussions in our garden. For example, what seeds shall we grow? What is uh, the cold frame used for? And what are the different tools used for? We have worked hard in the garden. We have prepared the raised beds for planting, cleared weeds, and watered the plants daily. Oops. Uh, this this year we have entered the RHS Garden School Gardening Awards, which have five awards to apply for. Uh, and as we complete each one, we will receive a certificate and a prize. We have completed levels one, two, and three, and we are about to submit level four. There have been a lot of media coverage just lately on the effects that being outside has on mental well-being. Oliver from Year Five said that being outside makes him feel relaxed. Bailey, also from Year Five, said that he is usually quite a negative person, but feels happy and positive when he's outside in nature. On a Tuesday night, we have a gardening club. Children from all year groups are welcome, and it is a chance to get to know and work with each other. We have also talked about how we can encourage different wildlife into the garden. We have we have made bird cakes for the bird tables and hanging bird cakes using pine cones. We have two compost bins that provide the perfect habitat at different times of the year for a wide a wide range of small creatures like slugs, snails, and worms. Our garden is is a calming and calming and relaxing place to be. Our, Our nature-friendly top tip is to watch the plants and watch them grow. Ah, uh, I feel so calm now just listening to Annie and Riley talking about their school garden. It really is a place where you can enjoy being busy. 
doing something. Or you can enjoy just being there quietly watching. Listening. Feeling the breeze. Smelling the scents. We, we love, love it, it too. too. And good luck to you in applying for your RHS Level 4. You'll, You'll smash, smash it. it. We, we know it. it. We've seen the size of your cucumbers you grow in your fantastic bottle greenhouse. They, they were huge. You're listening to NPL Rockin' Radio Live from New Pasture Lane Primary School. Thomas, and now you're going to hear a little bit about our book hotel, which was rebuilt and has been lovingly cared for and looked after by years four throughout the school year. But what is a book hotel? Book hotels are designed to attract and show to garden insects. Book hotels are homemade structures constructed from plant material commonly found garden odds and ends. They can be made in a variety of shapes and sizes depending on the specific insects they are designed to host. Ours is currently home to all sorts of mini beasts and insects such as ladybirds, bees, spiders and the wood lice. Our hotel is a safe place to shelter, lay their eggs, raise their young and seek from the and seek from the predators. So let's listen to a short advert that Year 4 created about their book hotel. This is not just any book hotel, Jingle. This, this is, is a, a new Pasteur Lane book hotel. hotel. This is not just any book hotel. 
This is the new Pasha Lane Book Hotel. This book hotel comes with its own well-structured log pile house. Situated in the prime location of New Pasture Lane's playground, located on the ground floor, and in Pepperware for less more amphibians, you'll find cool, damp crystals created by state-of-art tiles. The solid bricks provide the perfect habitat for our small, shelled friends, safe from predators. Positioned on the third floor, perfect for hibernation, is our cosy, windproof, crisp, dry straw. For the best night sleeps they will ever have. Our finest swirl of co- swirls of corrugated cardboard provides the perfect home for those lovely lace wings. Look how it is wrapped up tightly to provide warmth in the finest pipes you'll find. Glance upon layer 5 and take in the breathtaking sights of the habitats created for all different species. Carefully drilled holes and cleverly placed natural materials create nooks and crannies to attract insects. The sole safely between the robust pellets is secure, long-lasting guttering congested with bamboo. For bees to reproduce in, to prevent them from becoming extinct. On the top floor there is a luxurious penthouse set with full of the best prickly pinecones, perfect for arachnids. Topped off with heavy duty, all weather leak proof to magnetic tiles of maximum protection. Take a look at the flourishing fungi tucked away within our bulk hotel. Not only do we attract creatures, but we attract living organisms helping our planet thrive. This is not just any bug hotel. MPL offers lots of fun sports and activities. Rockin' Radio's hour-long nature-friendly special program presented by New Pasture Lane School and Burlington Junior School. I'm Leland. And I'm William. And we will be your hosts and DJs for this next section. So, William, what informative top tips do you have for our fantastic listeners today? Well, why do gardeners plant bulbs? Ooh, I don't know, so flowers grow in spring. No, silly, so the worms can see where they're going. Oh, please, or should I say peas? Talking of worms, these amazing creatures and other mini-beasts feature heavily in our next topic we want to share with you, composting. Back in October 2021, Andy Steele, the Yorkshire Wildlife Trust, kindly built us some wooden composting beds as part of our nature-friendly school's work. As we wanted to make our own compost at school. Since that time, we've learned all about composting and brought it in at school. Yes, we we love chopping all the waste fruit you collect from our old class fruits. With gloves on, of course. And ripping and tearing paper. Also cardboard to put in our compost. It's great fun and it's good for us and the environment. Let's listen to Brandon Phoebus Nate explain all about composting. Hi, I'm Phoebe. And I'm Bradley. We'll explain composting to you. Yes, you. (coughs) To make an eco-friendly garden, you will need to make compost or you can buy it from your local garden centre, but making it is much more fun. And the best thing is you save a lot of money. In fact, it's free. Here are some benefits. Composting is, is simply food, leaves, cardboard and much more just breaking down in an organic matter. This means you are recycling the vetro nutrients so you can use them to improve the quality of your soil. Composting is fantastic for the environment because it provides habitat for bugs, beetles, fungi and bacteria. Finally, it minimises the amount of rubbish that ends up in landfill sites and reduces the amount of greenhouse gases. How composting works for science bit. 
Compost is made when green and brown waste is placed in a metal, plastic or even wood container and rots away. Rotting happens when waste is eaten by microorganisms and mini-beasts. If you have time and patience, you can make compost. It normally takes six to nine months to, to decay, and after it's properly decomposed, you have a very nutritious soil full of carbon and nitrogen. To make sure the compost is going well, you need to, you need a, you need to have a good environment. You need water, worms, bugs, air, and heat. If you have enough of everything, you have compost. To make compost, you will need a large compost bin, water, a cover, green waste, including fruit, veg, grass cuttings, tea bags, coffee grounds, plants, weeds, and old cut flowers, and brown waste, including cardboard, pa- paper, sticks, twigs, straw, newspaper, old leaves, and soil. And not to put and do and don't put plastic, glass, metal, meat, dairy, cooked food, bones, or animal poop in a compost. First, put your compost bin on soil in your garden. Next, put a layer of six 30 centimetres deep so bugs can get in on the bottom of the bin. After that, place equal layers of green and brown waste in the compost bin. Next, place your cover on over the bin and wait six to nine months. Every two weeks, turn the waste over with a garden fork and water it frequently. Make sure there are equal layers of waste in the compost bin. Top tips for fantastic compost. To make, make sure you have a big open space for your compost bin. Shred. Make sure you shred the contents of the compost. Tear your green and brown waste so it's easier to decompose. We're back to NPR Rocking Radio Station. And breaking news, just in before we have some more music. We've been awarded Royal Horticultural Society Level 3 School Garden Award for our compost work at NPL with a £50. Yes, £50 reward. So, Leland, what do the composting wrappers say? I don't know, William. Is this another one of your awful jokes? Me? No. But he did say, break it down, y'all. Get it? And with that, let's have some music. Was a bug, little bug, hardly there. How he felt, what he dreamed, who would care? Without any evidence, he was full of confidence. Have much common sense. He just knew that he'd come through. It's the time of your life to live it well. It's the time of your life to live it well.
yourselves and Burlington Primary in Bridlington, which is quite close to here, isn't it? And then I'll... Good. Um, what's your favourite part of the next friendly school job that you've been doing? Ooh, uh, that's a tricky question because there's lots of different parts of the job, really. My favourite part is working on the school grounds, developing the school grounds and working with children and teachers to improve their schools, to bring more nature on site and to create exciting um, resources and apparatus that kids can use outside. Do you enjoy your job then? I, yeah, I do very much. It's very tiring. Um, some days I'll be busy doing lots of internet shopping to buy equipment. Some days I'll be writing up reports about how my schools are all doing. Some days I'll be out like this morning, um, streaming all morning and digging holes and things. So, so yeah, every day is different, which I like a lot. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's exciting and a lot of fun. What have you been doing on the school? In your school? Yeah. So yesterday we put a couple of raised beds in in Key Stage One because I think they're going to start growing some flowers. Um, it's part of one of their science projects and we also built an outdoor classroom for the whole school to use so five large outdoor picnic tables um, and the blackboard we strimmed and um, took some old rotten benches down in that area first as well to clear that area and we repurposed some flower beds so that they can still be used as part of the outdoor classroom Okay. Uh, so this morning I've been prepping the meadow. We're going to create a meadow area in your school as well, just next mm. to the outdoor classroom. So for that, I've been cutting the grass this morning. Um, and I'm working with some pupils this afternoon to scarify the ground and put some meadow seed in and some plug plants. So I will be out there in the next half an hour to an hour, I think. But I'm, Do you I'm need okay to be out now? No, I'm okay for now. All right. Um, so what are you going to be doing with us when you come back next to do the like? Am I allowed to say? I don't know if this is all confirmed or if it's a secret. I'm not sure. So I'm working with every different year group. I'm up for a whole week, and you're in year six, aren't you? Yeah. So I think, I hope I'm okay to say this, I think we're focusing in year six on birds. So I think we'll be looking at creating some nest boxes, possibly, possibly some bird feeders, looking at um, using your binoculars and your ID charts to identify different kinds of birds that live in the local area. Um... No, there are some other plans, but I'm waiting for Mr. Coleman to send me the full itinerary through. So, what's your favourite plant? What's my favourite plant and my favourite bird? Well, the bird one is easy. Uh, my favourite bird is a goldfinch because um, I love birds that've got bright yellow feathers. Because um, I'm colour blind, so I don't I don't see all the different colours, but I always see red yellow really clearly. So I love goldfinches and plant. Name, I couldn't name a single favourite plant. Um, there's just there are too many, I think. Um, mm. So I'm gonna have to cop out on that one because there's, there's just far too many that I love. So you enjoy your job then? I, I do, yeah. Are you thinking that you might want to work in schools when you're older, or do some kind of conservation um, work, gardening stuff um, as a part job? You're interested in being a gardener, possibly? Yeah, um, oh, okay. part part job. A part part like part time job. Yeah, part time. Right. Because um, I'm going to be five years old, please. Oh, wow, okay, right, yeah. That needs lots of dedication and hard work, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to be on it? Uh, no, just that I'm really looking forward to working with the whole school in a fortnight because there's lots of year groups that I've not met yet and uh, we've got some really exciting plans for every different year group. So, fairy gardens, um, bee hotels, lots of different uh, activities to bring more insects and bees and butterflies onto site. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it all. It's going to be good. Thanks for everything. That is the interview with Andy Steele. To listen to more interviews, you can go to our school app at www.mplschool.uk. Thank you. Hi, this is Thomas. Back to you for one last feature. Yes, sadly, we've nearly come to an end of our programme, but I've just got time to introduce you to a couple of friends, Sapphire and Hannah from Burlington Junior School, who are going to tell us about their medal, which is a year older than ours, and how they created it. Hi, it's Sapphire and Hannah, and we are going to talk about the meadow. At Burlington Juniors, we have a well-established meadow. In the autumn term, Andy from the Wildlife Trust came to our school to help us develop our meadow area. It has already been stimmed down and was ready for the next phase, which was to scarify the ground to allow other plants and seeds to grow. This involved using rakes to pull up a lot of grass and other plants on the meadow to create bare patches. This was to allow small native wallflower plants and seeds to have space to germinate and grow. This included a plant called Yellow Rattle, which helps to stop the grass from taking over again 
and allow the flowers to bloom. It was pouring with rain at times, but that didn't hold us back. We worked hard to create a meadow which is now home to wildlife in lots of colour. First of all, we marked out a pathway. Children from Year 5 used brakes to scarify the meadow and dig holes for plants. Year 4 children also took their turn in scarifying and they also planted some wildflowers. Children from Year 3 dug holes and planted wildflowers. Year 6 children scarified and scattered wildflower seeds. Our meadows looking beautiful now. We are starting to see the flowers peeping through, attracting the butterflies and bees. Our, Our nature-friendly top tip is let, let the meadow grow wild and watch the nature take over. Hi and welcome to all our listeners. Well, your meadow certainly was wild and full of colour. When we last saw it a few weeks ago, I remember the yellow rattle and taking silly selfies together. Thanks, Hannah. And thanks, Sapphire. We really hope that you have enjoyed this programme as much as we have presenting and producing it. We'd love to say a huge thank you to Andy Steele of the Yorkshire Wildlife Trust and all the people involved in the Nature Friendly School programme. From both New Pasture Lane School and Burleson Junior School for your help and inspiration and putting us all in contact. Thank you for listening and we're going to finish with a firm favourite of ours from From the Electric Light Orchestra. Goodbye! Please tell us why